Jason, welcome to Pika for Life! Yay. Yay! So my name is Lin Nguyen and my co-host is... Edward Thomas. And we welcome back our special guest... Yes, by popular demand. Yeah, Vincent here again. <laughs> Woo! Welcome, Vincent. Thank you. Um, and today, uh, we have another special topic for you yes, guys. Yes, we do. So sit down, grab some fika, pop mm -hmm. the popcorn, take off your shoes and get comfy. You know what fika stands for, right? Yeah, what? Freedom in Christ, always. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Kabam! <laughs> I didn't know that. I always thought yeah. I stood for food, but you know, no. <laughs> I'm going to stop eating It's now. a deeper meaning to I'm it. I'm going to fast. Mm. So, we want to talk about serving versus working, or working versus serving, mm -hmm. and serving specified with serving in the church. And the yes. fun thing is that um, Ed is serving and Working in the I church. Do all. Uh, Vincent used to work in the church. Mm -hmm. Now he has a normal job. <laughs> yeah, secular job. Yeah. <clears throat> and He's got maybe a job still that has benefits. <laughs> and mm -hmm. maybe still serving in the church. Something else. Yeah, you can say that. Of course, yeah. And mm -hmm. I have a. I always only had a normal job, <laughs> mm. and I'm just serving in the church. Next week. Mm. No. We're going to hire you in the church. I don't think my, my work likes money. me. Really? <laughs> yeah. We would like you more in the church. Bring you into the bubble. So, Ed, uh, yes. do you always wanted to work in the church? No. <laughs> what do you mean? This, this wasn't my idea. It was God's idea. Don't blame him. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> sure, I can speak for him. <laughs> I'll use my hand puppet. <laughs> <laughs> So we're not so we just had tea and the tea's really warm, so it's cooking our brain. So that's why we're so silly <laughs> I today. I didn't have tea. I didn't have tea. <laughs> okay, no, you had no, you had diet cola. Yeah, you that's know worse. that's full of, that's, that's full of chemicals. That's worse than anyway, weed. <laughs> so, did you always wanted to work in the church, or no? I've always wanted to serve in the church. Okay. So I grew up. Uh, I grew up as a Christian, and and service was just how as a Christian that's what you did. So you always found an area of service and you always served. So where there was. Uh, so I grew up in a in a very black gospel church when I was a kid, where we have ushers. So we don't have that in, in Sweden, where people greet you, they have special gloves on, they do special signals. Oh and they, wow! Yeah, so they used to do like, and it was like a real big thing. Like you had to train at it. And what happens if people got into the spirit and they passed out? Mm -hmm. How do you help them off the floor when they jump around? <laughs> Jesus! Like you get around them so they can dance around and not hurt themselves. And yeah, it was really fun. Um, <laughs> And so, um, and it was. Um, so I was an usher. I um, helped to take up the collection. That was like a big deal when you're a kid because you got to handle the money. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> you know. Um, um, then I was a Sunday school leader. Um, I was a youth leader, um, sang in the choir. Um, so I had a lot of different. You did everything, man. I mean, not the same day, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, you ran the whole service. I, I, was, I was like the real, the real pastor behind the pastor. <laughs> I was the power. No, um, so service. Um, you're. Your voluntary um, service is your time, your talent, your experience. And I, was, I grew up always believing that when you, go, when you join a church, you find an area of service. Even if you only have one hour a week to give, you give that hour a week in service for the community, for the betterment of others, um, in order for your gift that God has given you to grow. So the service thing has always been part of my life. So I've always wanted to serve in church. Um, and the service part is, and that's the hardest thing when you work in church, because you still have to serve. So I have to I have to draw a line between what's mm. different. What is my service and mm. my job? So I work as a in our church in cross culture. I'm the pastor, 
And I also, <laughs> which, which all of us are volunteers, so I don't get paid for that, <laughs> which is really weird. Uh, and, but my other job, where I work as a priest in another parish, um, as a Lutheran priest in another parish, um, where I have certain things, I'm, I'm hired to do certain things. And so I have to do those things. I can't just choose. I can't just say, nah, now nah, I want to do something else. I, if I'm the confirmation priest, I have to make sure there's a good confirmation and I have to work hard at it. And so I have to find the joy in working, what I'm hired to do, as a, and the joy in serving what I voluntarily mm. do. So that's the difference for me. So. Mm. What about you, Vincent? So Yeah. <clears throat> well, I... Um, I started to um, serve as a, in the youth ministry when I became a Christian. And uh, then I had a, like a regular job for three years. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I really felt that I want to go back to like, I felt this calling to work in mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. not necessarily as a priest or a pastor, but like some kind of calling to, to be more involved in church. And I felt this longing to, to teach and preach and stuff. So um, that's why I started. I moved here and studied theology. Uh, and uh, during that process, I eventually became a priest in in uh, EFS. And um, that was very unexpected, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually. And um, uh, when I moved here to Uppsala, I joined a church, and I started to serve there. I actually, I was the sound man for like a year, every Sunday, wow. for like a year. Come back to us. You could be <laughs> our like, sound man. I was thinking about just like our sound guy. Here. Yeah. Pretty soon he'll be the pastor. Yes. Our producer. Take over. Glory. Yes, exactly. I want to hear you preach now. And that was the church that I later started working in. So I worked my way up from sound man <laughs> to, to the preacher. <laughs> to the priest. So uh, mm-hmm. but uh in in our in that church we really had this culture of um um serving. Uh and uh so when we tried to find leaders, and that's why I became a leader, mm-hmm. because they had seen the serving part. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I also had this, like, trying to draw a line between what is work. When I later worked as a priest, mm-hmm. um, I had a really strange contract <laughs> with my church mm-hmm. because I had 25%, which I got paid for, mm-hmm. and then I had 25% which was more like serving. I didn't get paid for it, mm. but I was still expected to do it. So it wasn't really serving mm. in a way mm. because I think serving should be no, they you totally that. voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> they tricked you. Yeah. They, they, they did. You on that there was like, a, <laughs> a reason for it in the beginning. Yeah. It was in order for me to be able to um, um, get, um, be become ordained. a priest, yeah. ordained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting because... Uh, I think we want a strong culture of serving in the church, mm-hmm. but I also know there's a backside to it when mm. it's it can become like a really strong culture that like some people might be in a phase of life where they are not able to serve, mm. maybe because they're too tired, right. they have three small kids at home or whatever. Mm. So um, mm, mm. there might be a backside to it also. Mm. Yeah. But um, Do you feel that people then feel pressure to serve anyway or are shamed or do you th- mm. do you feel that they maybe don't feel as welcome because they can't do as much? Yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. If you have that culture mm-hmm. uh, and it's very strong, then people yeah. can feel like, mm, if I'm not serving, then 
I am nobody or like... Um, I'm a burden. I shouldn't be here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not con- yeah. contributing anything here. That's, 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 mm-hmm. There's a lot of churches like that, but it's mm-hmm. sad when churches become that way yeah. because what it does at least to burn out in bitterness and the joy of serving is then, you know, that person is robbed of that mm-hmm. because then it becomes, when it's an expectation, then it's a burden. Mm, exactly. When I, when I know that, you know, and, and it's that the hard thing, like in a church that has a lot of volunteers where everyone's contribution is really important. At the same time, they aren't getting paid for it. No, like in it's our a, church. <laughs> yeah, so what, but that's it's like a big struggle though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so if if I'm a if I'm a volunteer and I'm just tired that day, I just maybe I didn't sleep well that night or something. But I know they're expecting me to show up and do something. You know, when when do I call in mm. and say no? Um, if there's no one Early else, who enough. Can, <laughs> if there's no one else who can do it. Or it's so late in the in the day, like the service starts in a half an hour. There's no way to call someone else in on that. Um, do I go anyway because of my sense of duty? Do I not go? And maybe one time is okay, but if it's every week like that, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's when it starts to no. become unhealthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then a church culture that doesn't allow you to say, say no. no. Yeah, a church culture that 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 values um, performance over over actually just loving God mm-hmm. um, or church culture. So there's this, this other sick thing where the striving for excellence becomes so high that only the people who are considered to be really, really good at things get to do anything and mm-hmm. everyone else is just sit down. And be so part people, of it, but yeah, not so no, contribute. Right, and so, mm-hmm. no, so you don't have an opportunity to grow in your gift mm-hmm. because you have to be so perfect mm-hmm. in order to utilize it and there's no training or anything. You just have to be there. But who's going to ever give you an opportunity if every church requires you to be at the highest level? But that was actually really inspiring today because we had <coughs> a collection. And Peter, our chairman, she mm. actually shared that that um, she came to Cross Culture. That is the church where Ed and me, we belong to. And she shared that Cross Culture was a place where we encouraged her to use her gifts. But she always thought that oh, I can play the piano, but I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, I can't lead worship. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And somehow this thought has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Either that she maybe has compared herself to other people who led worship and felt, oh, I'm not good enough. Or someone told her, like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You are good at playing, but they you don't have it. it. You don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, mm-hmm. I only serve in a church. I don't work in a church. And I have a regular job, and I have no plans of giving that up and sure? start to work in the church. <laughs> you could you could work in the church for a lot less money. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, yeah. But I think the the fun thing still is though that um, since I have a totally different like area where I am socially and mm. work wise, I get to bring God and my spiritual life to work, um, and. Mm. And it's not, I meet a lot of non-Christian people at my work because it's not a church. Mm-hmm. It's not a religious group anyway. Well. So <laughs> when they ask me, what did you do for, for like, I don't know, during the weekend? It's boring to talk with me about that because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I went to church. <laughs> like, I went to church because uh, since, I work, since I serve in the church, it's a full-time thing on Sundays. Like the only thing I get to relax like in the morning and then things 12 o'clock and then i gotta do things until six wow. seven at night mm-hmm. so I feel like a bad pastor no, no but it's I like you to a slave <laughs> you get to sleep and only on sunday mornings and then ding time to go i up, have a little kid i have a little kid so 
you don't get to sleep in. That's okay. just how it is. But I think um, it enriches my life, and it's it's like it's my thing. The other day, like I was at work, and they were talking about stuff, and I could share my knowledge I got from mm. church and they're like mm. wow you know so much about it how come mm. like you know what <laughs> and then you get this opportunity to share yes. that you're a Christian and mm. you love God and why don't they come yeah. and love God too it can be a bit awkward in the beginning but just pick the right moment may <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember this, so this story we have this um, uh, exchange student that came to cross culture um, and uh, she was from China um, she was an atheist never had any contact with the church never read a bible so she came the first time um, to the church service, and she's like, "She's like, oh, you guys are so nice. Can I can I come again?" <laughs> yeah, and yes. we're like, "We're like, sure you can," because we never say no. <laughs> um, and so and so she came back again, and after a couple of times, you know, she had become friends with uh, one of the leaders and a couple of other other girls and stuff, and they would just you know hang out, and she would ask them questions, and they would try to answer their questions as best they could and stuff. And then one day she came to me. She's like, you know. Um, I'd like, to re- I'd like to lead the prayer. I'm like, well, you told me you, you didn't believe in God. No, I don't believe in God yet. But, <laughs> but I thought I want to help out. And so I thought I could lead the prayer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to pray to God, you might want to believe, in him, believe in him or something like that. I just want those kind of weird things that we have in church. I said, but, but there's other things you can do. Would you like to help out with the serving you know, for the fellowship afterwards? She goes, can I? I thought I had to be like a really big Christian to do that. I was like, well. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> In my mind, I'm going like, wow, really? Um, and so she started, before she ever became a believer, mm-hmm. um, she started serving. She would mm-hmm. come in, she would do fika and everything. Then she started bringing her friends with her and talking about, they have this really good fika, you can come, you can help out, and the people are really, really nice. And, and so it was that service also became, she became a, became a believer and we baptized her. Um, and so service was also that way that she found a relationship with mm-hmm. God. And fellowship. So sometimes the good side of service is when it's uh, when it encourages all the good things that God wants. Mm-hmm. I think service can be a really powerful thing. Um, you just have to make sure that we don't allow it to become that those negative things mm-hmm. where it becomes the expectation and the burnout and yeah. uh, where where you're serving out of guilt. What's you know? serving out of guilt? Serving out of guilt. Uh You're serving out of guilt. Like a big helping of guilt. No, I mean, but... Like if you don't come, then all your back. Yeah, or or like somebody, so you really don't want to help out with Sunday school. And then you hear the pastor say, well, you know, if you don't help out with Sunday school, then we Mm. we can't have any Sunday school. Mm -hmm. That means we can't minister to kids. Then they all go to hell. And you know, (laughs) God... Yeah. No, I, I guess I guess that's not God's will for us is to minister to small children. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to help out, and then everyone just their heart starts bleeding, <laughs> and they're they're like, I don't want to be Satan. I, I'll help out in Sunday school, and they're not equipped for it. There's no joy in it. They kids are hating kids. it. <laughs> the parents are hating it. The leaders are hating it. Everyone hates it. But now we have Sunday school, and we can all brag about we have Sunday school. <laughs> and so, um, so you don't you don't want to serve out of out of guilt. Mm. Guilt. You want to serve. You want to serve out of out of passion, joy. You want to joy. Mm-hmm. You want to serve because, like, so I'm the kind of person in a church. I'm one of those weird people. I will serve where I see a need. Mm. Me I too. I feel really blessed by God. Yeah, you do that all the time. Okay, you do it more than I do. Because I'm the pastor, so I get to sit on my but butt also, and watch people. But you work. also have another job where you work in the church. I work you in the church. You don't only serve in the church. No, I only serve in the church. I know. There's a difference. Yeah, my job is the church. <laughs> <laughs> That's but that's the kind of person that pastor or priest loves. 
Mm. Yeah. Just jumping in anyway. No, yeah, the people who yeah. like like to serve the needs. Yeah. Not just doing the fun stuff. Or mm. The fun stuff. I'll preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've been here for what? Let week. me lead worship. I'm tone deaf. I can't play. I can't sing. I can't dance. But I want to lead the worship because I want to stand in front of everybody and let them look at me. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, wow. Yes, wow. could you help me clean out the toilets? What? No, I'm not called for that. That's not my calling. <laughs> you have to be called <laughs> yeah. to clean the toilets. That's my, not right. my gift. No. I'm going to take the trash out. Could you give me a hand? No, 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 no. You better get somebody who's blessed. I don't have that anointing. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't go to church, this is how church people talk. We talk about yeah. anointing and calling and gifting and blessing mm-hmm. as a way to get out of things or a way to qualify ourselves for things we're not qualified for. It's <laughs> I should try it at work. Like, no, I can't do this because I'm not anointed yeah. to do this. Yeah, <laughs> try that at work. Good luck. And they'll be like... Oh, we could put some grease on you. <laughs> 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 Who's got the butter? <laughs> no, I, at work I get away with a lot of things. Because one of my colleagues, she said, I have this charisma, so I just get away with stuff. Even if it's like wow. kind of out of line, but I still get away mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> See, I can't get away with stuff like that at my job. <laughs> it's I because can't. I have the special anointing. Yeah, I know. I don't have that. <laughs> I can't just like walk into you know a wedding and just go like, so... I met your lover last week. I say I can't say stuff like that because no, I get fired. No, no. Because you have a <laughs> you have a high position and people want want and need to take you serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have to eat. That's why we have the podcast. So but I. But do you guys ever like that. serve? Do you feel like you serve outside of church too? Um, when you're not at your work. Well, if I'm not at work, then I'm here. So. So that's your serving. So I don't know. I don't have any other life. I don't do anything. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> Do you cons- do you see yourself serving at your job, like serving God when you go to your job? Yeah, hmm? I try oh. to. I try to see it that way, um, especially when like people have issues and sometimes they open up to me and share mm. their lives, and it's very untypical and sweet. Then when they mm. just mm-hmm. yeah. vomit their life on the table, especially if they don't have any alcohol. Yeah, but it's but it's nice though. But I think it's also because I am open with how my life is and I try not to open too much because mm. it can be too mm. much sure. um, oh. but I think there is this I don't know like people like to talk to me and I feel that is serving um, mm. I know that you encourage me to tell them something it's like I can pray for you and stuff like that yes. mm. um, and I try yeah I try I try to pray for them at least on my way home or something mm. but I'm not there yet where it's just like tell them hey i can pray for you because sometimes i feel like it's too public there are colleagues around there are people around things keep going on so like work heard is my so sermon later like, on th- earlier yeah. today you know why <laughs> just stop everything and pray no no I, I think you just have to figure out so each of us based on our personality we just figure out a way to do stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but that's interesting that you look at your job as serving and i look at my it's it's hard because my job is a job mm-hmm. and at the same time it's it's working in the church so it is serving mm-hmm. god i know you know like and and, and that but sometimes it's really difficult so sometimes i'm because i'm like a really friendly person and i talk to anyone who talks to me i'm not very swedish in that way and so it makes it really difficult because everyone thinks i have time which i don't you have. don't you <laughs> don't but everyone thinks i do if people ask me and so don't. people come up to like you know sometimes like especially older people <laughs> Hey, Ed, oh, 
you know, da 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 da. Oh, okay, I really have to go right now. It's really nice talking to you. Can we can we pick this up later on? Oh, okay, da 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 da. <laughs> and because I grew up in the states where you have respect for old people, I, I can't. Can cut them off and just walk away. No, I can't. I <laughs> cannot be rude to an old person. Hmm. Like I, I just I have to respect my seniors, and so it's really difficult sometimes. <laughs> or or when it's sometimes when I have my pre shirt on. And I drive my motorcycle, and I remember People like last week, <laughs> this person, this person drove into my lane, no signal, and I just turned around, I'm like, "You idiot! What's wrong? You're trying to kill me!" And then I felt my collar <gasps> oh. around my neck, and it got <laughs> tighter uh. and tighter and, and tighter. It says, "I'm the only black black priest in our diocese." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easier to find it's, you. <laughs> it's not like that black priest. Oh, Ed. It's, like, <laughs> it's not like. They can choose someone else. There's like not even another choice. There's no B choice. It's just mm-hmm. me. And so sometimes you I, gotta watch. Yeah, watch your and sometimes back. I'm, but it's really sad because sometimes it does feel like there's a collar. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the freedom to just be a normal human sometimes. Because no. the person was an idiot for crossing into my lane. Like they could have killed me on my motorcycle. But sometimes I, it's an extra thing that makes me have to think or limits my freedom sometimes. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's quiet. Did we run out of things to say? <laughs> That's never happened before. Okay. An- another aspect of, of, of serving, though, is how do, you, how do you create a culture of continual serving? Um, and I don't mean serving all the time. I mean, so, so you have some people who really get in the worship team. We have people who really get the greeting. And it's really easy to just say, they get to greet all the time. And they get to do worship all the time. But how do you create a culture where other people get trained and mentored so they grow in their gifting and then all of a sudden you have layers of servants of servants in an area of service so that's mm-hmm. always which gives you a, a diversity uh, dynamic that yeah. yeah dynamic mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. how is your question how yeah the question is how I don't know how but I I would rather like think about commitment like when we're talking about serving and commitment mm. because i mean when you when you work this is your commitment there's a contract behind yeah. it you can't just mm. say yeah i don't do it or i don't like this you work but then in serving we don't want people to say oh like you said they do something and then they don't show up mm. and if mm. if you have one person like that that's annoying if you have two persons like that that's a problem if you have three persons like that in that's, the same service. <laughs> that's a big, big no. Yes. So I think we have struggled with mm. uh, people in church not being committed. Mm. And you have nothing you can put against that. Oh. Like you can tell them oh. this is not good. Mm-hmm. There was a Willow Creek leadership conference I was at once. They were talking about how to leverage that. So service in a nonprofit organization like a church uh, where no one is paid. They're volunteers. So you, you don't have money. Mm-hmm. At a job, you have money. You can leverage money mm-hmm. or promotion or something. We don't have that. So the only thing you have is the person's commitment to the actual cause. And what happens is that people who are nominally committed tend to nominally serve. Mm. People who are not committed tend to avoid serving. And people who are really committed to that cause the serve. And the whole thing is not to make them serve too much. Like their enthusiasm mm-hmm makes them want to serve a lot. Mm. And sometimes so you have to manage that sometimes and not let people serve mm. as much as their enthusiasm will so that they can have service for a long period of time. Mm. Mm. 
No, I don't know. You could pick that up, up with what you what you ask, like about the dynamics, like to mm. have people try out new things. Mm. Is that your point? Like try out new areas of serving, and not only the established one. There's yeah, like at. I think every now mm. and then you should just like pick a different area of service mm. so that. But then people say, appreciate. "I'm not anointed to do this." Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna start carrying like I'm gonna start carrying a, a water gun. <laughs> I'm gonna fill it with like olive oil. I'm gonna pray over it. And then people say, I'm not annoyed. I'm just going to shoot them. <laughs> now you are. <laughs> that would be really funny. Huh? I know people would complain. He's so mean. And he's so mean. I hate him. Uh, mm. <laughs> but no, but I, but, I, but I do think that. Um, so we've had different people sometimes who have been studying theology um, who seem to express a uh, desire to want to teach. Mm-hmm. And, when, and not, a lot of times what I do when I'm looking, when I'm asking people to serve, I'm looking to see what has God already placed inside of them. And the things I normally see, I just want to sort of appreciate that and I want to uh, affirm what it is that God is already doing. So I see someone already working with children. Uh, we have a young guy in our, in our church called uh, Mikkel, and he's really good with kids. And so we asked Mikkel to be part of Sunday school. And he's like, oh, sure. And it wasn't like a hard thing because God was already drawing him there and already put a passion like that inside of his heart. Uh, or uh, guy uh, Simon, mm-hmm. um, Simon was studying theology, and so uh, so he came into like leadership, and then I was like, well, "Have you tried t- teaching one day?" No, I don't. I don't know if I can do it. Well, just try it one day, see what happens. I'm here to help you out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Simon's become a really good preacher, you know. Mm-hmm. So he had he's grown into that. So there was mm-hmm. an opportunity. You don't have to be the best. Mm. You know, you just had to it's have not a about desire. The best well, I'm the best, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm heavily anointed. Mm-hmm. I'm like Carl, thick. But look and greasy, at Vincent. He started as a sound guy, and then he became yeah. a priest. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Vincent's re- Vincent's really good at, at teaching. He has a really good way of communicating. You have to come people. to cross culture and preach. Yeah, yeah, I should. Why don't you ever should. invite him, man? I have. He has. <laughs> I think it's my fault. Why does he never say yes? He was busy. <laughs> you know, we some of the times. I think that's the thing that when you work in the church, you you get really really busy, and mm. so sometimes that that little free time you time you have, oh yeah, it's very very it's really precious. precious yeah. So you don't get burnt out. So I I, I can understand that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need free time. <laughs> Well, you can have free time in heaven. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but one thing I learned about serving is uh, the importance of like being, you have to be like very focused on the vision. Yeah. Because uh, if you're very like vision focused and you have like something bigger that you mm. strive for, then serving becomes more interesting for people. Mm. Uh, if the vision only is about like, maintaining things mm-hmm. and the vision becomes just serving in itself yeah. and uh, it's a struggle uh, i think oh, well people who work in the church we, all, we have this struggle about finding people to do the stuff finding people to do the sound yeah. finding people to clean the toilets or whatever um, so i think vision is very important for mm. that makes people do like whatever yeah. because they feel a part of something bigger than sure. just cleaning the toilet it's like it's just a little thing yeah. that yeah. gets you to yeah. your yeah. goal. A yeah. fall series. I'm going to have four weeks of preaching about <laughs> cleaning the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the things no and one else wants to do. And all of a sudden, yeah. people are going to be lining up. Like, Please, let me clean the toilets. Nah, I don't know if you're good enough to help <laughs> the I don't know. Can't have you there. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, 
So working, you get paid to do something, and there should be an attitude of, of gratefulness and thankfulness. And you, you should go to work, and you should try to do a good job. In serving, you're volunteering your time, but that same sort of attitude of gratefulness and thankfulness should also be there too. If you find yourself that you're in a place where you're working or serving, and it's just draining the life of you, stop. People may get mad at you, but stop it because you're not helping. Um, if you're in a place where you're not sure about where you should serve um, because you think other people are better than you, talk to someone and accept that other people's view of you might be different than the view you have of yourself. Give yourself a break. Find an area of service. It may take a couple of tries. Find an area of service. Um, and then you may end up finding something that, uh, discovering something that God has placed inside of you. And it just could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent, thanks for joining yeah. us. I hope you can join us again. I think it would be really great to have you on there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of likes up there. If you guys want to have Vincent back up, you let us know. You put that like up there, and then we'll be like, ooh, Vincent, we like you. We're going to get you back here. Um, so this is uh, Ed Thomas and Lin Yuan. And we're signing off for Fika for Love. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again. <laughs>